Hello, welcome to Postcolonial Space. Today I'll briefly be talking about alterity because some of you had requested me to record a brief lecture on it. I must admit from the very start that I don't claim to be an expert on the concept. So please take all of my explanation with a grain of salt. The initial part of it, I am actually literally reading from Bill Ashcroft's key concepts in post-colonial studies, and then I will try to elaborate a little bit. Now, what they suggest that alterity is derived from the Latin alteritas, meaning the state of being other or different, which can include diversity, otherness, right? And its English derivatives are alternate, alternative, alternation, and alter ego. Now the term, according to Bill Ashcroft, was adopted by philosophers as an alternative to otherness, okay, to register a change in the Western perceptions of the relationship between individual, uh, between consciousnesses and the world. And now that what they're talking about is how Descartes in his meditations thinks the self. Now, I mean, if you remember, cogito ergo sum, right? I think, therefore, I am. The entire idea of knowing who you are depends on the philosopher or you moving inwards into your own self, right? And that process of thinking makes you realize that you exist. But in that process, in that inward thinking, whatever is outside of you is automatically othered, right? It's not you. So any subject outside of you then has this alterity, this otherness, because it's either a subject that you do not know, it's either a subject that you need to know, right? And so the question becomes an epistemological question about the other in which the other is sought to know it, right? Now, an extreme form of that is uh, the explanation of uh, Cogito in Hegel, right? or is it cogito, whatever you want to call it. So look, think of the Hegelian ego, right? Um, or the process of thesis, synthesis, right? Thesis, antithesis, thesis. A Hegelian ego is a voracious ego because it goes out into the world seeking its other, right? The other that it doesn't know. And then it must consume it, make it a part of itself, to know it, right? Think of your own learning processes. We encounter the text as this other. We must consume it to know it, right? And that's the Hegelian logic upon which most colonial enterprises were built, right? To, first of all, create this other or see this other as absolutely different from yourself, and then to literally conquer it to make it into what you can absorb, what you can control or accept. So that that action of colonialism is connected to this radical alterity, which must be controlled, which must be civilized, which must be, uh, you know, dominated. So that's the early assumptions about alterity or otherness. So the concept is deeply connected to the theories of self, but also othering, 
upon which, uh, you know, I already have a brief video, which I'll post the link to. Now, what Bill Ashcroft and uh, others uh, suggest also that a lot of literary critics take the concept of alterity or otherness from Mikhail Bakhtin, right, uh, who discusses alterity in a slightly different way. And the way he discusses alterity is that when we read a character, how does an author create a character, right? The author naturally doesn't write his or herself in a character, right? The author must have the capacity to see this character separate from his or herself. And this is, that's the degree of alterity that we must then bring to reading of a text, right? So that's a totally slightly different reading of alterity, but it still involves a difference between the authorial self and the cons constructed character. Now, I'm going back to Bill Ashcroft. Uh, in post-colonial theory, uh, the term has been used interchangeably with otherness and difference. However, the distinction that initially held between otherness and alterity otherness as a philosophical problem and otherness as a feature of material and discursive location is peculiarly applicable to post-colonial discourse. The self-identity of the colonizing subject, the identity of the imperial culture is inextricable from the alterity of the colonized others, right? And maybe initially the Europeans saw the natives as their absolute others, but they cannot exist without those others, right? So they create them, they other them, they posit them, but that move is absolutely necessary for the colonial structure to exist. So that then tells us that the other, the alterity is not necessarily outside of us, it is constituted within us. Right, because without it, we cannot define ourselves. Um, so if you, and then if we move to, you know, Emmanuel Levinas, right, uh, and his ethical philosophy and moral philosophy and moral readings of alterity, then according to Levinas, like the purpose of being a human subject is to be responsible to the other. So the other is invoked immediately when I speak of myself, right? It's not that there is someone outside of me. Actually, it is that our identity exists with the other. And, and, and the idea of being an eth ethical human being is to, to be responsible for the other. Now, Spivak has a wonderful lecture on who claims alterity. It's not directly con connected to the theory of alterity as otherness, but it's about who claims to rewrite alternative histories, alternative cultural stories, and the main claims of colonialism, which was secularization, imperialism, and if we want to rewrite them historically, they are also replaced by certain larger universal concepts of nationalism, nativist histories, and her idea is that the role of the post-colonial critic and others is to offer these alternatives, but we do not have the power to transform the socials. And in order for history to be rewritten, 
the society must change, the socials must change. And her solution is that the mundane affair of everyday classroom teaching, the classroom pedagogy, which she calls the deconstructive pedagogy, can enable us to develop courseworks, syllabi, teaching methodologies that constantly, slowly produce these alternative ways of looking at history or alternative ways of looking at other cultures. And hence, you know, even if we claim a certain kind of alterity as post-colonialists, we become part of the project of changing the generally universalized perception. So that's feedback on it. But overall, without giving too complex of explanation of an already complex term, alterity is another term for otherness, the only difference being that it has more of a philosophical backing behind it. There are philosophers who thought it, and it is a response to this absolute otherness of the other, right? And then if you go through Levinas, alterity is about claiming the other, being responsible for the other, right? And you can use it in all those uh, designations and connotations. But keep in mind that it is very close to othering and otherness. So that's briefly my take on it. Maybe if uh, after I read a little bit more and understand it in more complex terms, I'll do a longer video on it. But for now, uh, this is all I can share about alterity. I will post some of the links in the description for uh, further reading, so please do follow up. And if you have any questions, you know, if I've missed anything, and if you would like to me to explain something further, please post it in the comments. And if you like what I'm saying, or if you like the content that I produce on uh, uh, post-colonial space, please do subscribe to this channel. And please also join me on other platforms upon which I offer my work. Thank you so much for joining me today, and I will see you next time. Thank you.